listeners, thank you so much for downloading this episode. We are calling this episode the asshole episode. From delivery drivers to celebrities to the actual ass. We talk about it all on this episode. In addition, we found some ugly and awkward moments scouring the internet that we are going to share with you. But we want you to share your ugly and awkward moment with us. And if it qualifies, we will read it on the show. So use our Facebook or our Twitter for Ugly Truth, even our website if you'd like to at UglyTruth.com and send us your ugly and awkward moments. Thank you so much and enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? I'd be like, look, I'll turn around, whatever you want, but I need to get laid, and I mean now. Paula? I think she might have a stinky beaver. I don't know. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. It is the Ugly Truth. It is episode 243. Ugh! Ugh! Happy Wednesday, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. I'm Jamie. This is my sister, Paula. Hello. Our ne- our second, second show. Our second, second show. <laughs> I, I will stop being excited at some point. It'll just be the show. But I just, I'm so excited that we do two shows a week that we actually can do it. Because, you know, you and I, it's like, ugh. Do we can, do we have the ability? But yes, we do have the ability. Actually, what's funny is we run out of time before we run out of stuff to talk about. No, it's true. That's what's so funny. Like last Sunday, we had <laughs> three more things. No, two more things we wanted to talk about and we ran out of time. We did. But you know what? We replaced it because we talked about your doctor's appointment, which we didn't get time to talk about the time oh, before. Oh, yeah, that's right. So there you go. At least we end up talking about everything because that's kind of this is kind of the time when we do kind of catch up on stuff. But um, anyway, welcome. Hope you're enjoying the shows. Uh, OK, so really quick uh, before we talk about some reality TV, because we didn't talk about that last week, because I, I definitely want to talk about it. And we'll, I'll keep it brief, because <laughs> Terrell rolls his eyes when we talk about Sister Wives. He can only take so much. Oh. <laughs> He's like, you guys talk about it for so long. I'm like, it's fascinating. These people are miserable. We can't help it. So Mackenzie, my 21-year-old, moved out. Yes. And we had some furniture that we told her she could take, because they obviously didn't have any, and we it gave us an excuse to get some new furniture. So we gave her our coffee table that we've had in our front room, and we had it forever. And we decided we're going to start with a brand new coffee table. We're going to get a grown-up, nice, high-quality piece of furniture, and this will be our first thing. So I purchased this coffee table uh, about a month ago, and because of the holidays and all the all the storms, we didn't get it until last week. Oh. Which is fine, you know, it wasn't, but we didn't have a coffee table, so it felt like we were living in a vacant home, you know, because all we had was a couch. It was very strange. So I'm driving around, and I know that our delivery is coming that day, and I'm doing other other errands, and Mackenzie's in the car with me because she needed a few things. Mm -hmm. So we're driving around. I get a phone call, and it's a gentleman, and I use the term very loosely. Hello, is this Jamie Miner? I'm like, Yes hello and he said yeah this is x1 delivery and i'm trying to make a delivery to your home and i said okay great i had spoken to the dispatcher the day before i knew it was coming everything was great he's like yeah well i'm in a 40 foot rig 
And I've been down your street and there's no way that I'm going to fit in there to to deliver your thing. So can you meet me over at Scooter's Coffee and I'll just give it to you? And I went, uh, no, no, you cannot do that. And I am not meeting you at some random coffee shop. No. He's like, well, I can't fit down there. I'm like, listen, you don't have to go down the lane. You can literally go on the main road. He goes, ma'am, ma'am. I've been down your road. I can't do it. And I said, well, it sounds to me like you have a problem because now I'm getting pissed. I'm like, don't ma'am me. Mm-hmm. Like, well, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? I was so heated. I'm like, you have a problem. I don't have a problem. You have the problem. And he's like, fine, we will just get a smaller car or we'll get a smaller truck and deliver it to you at another time. And I'm like, fine. So I hang up and I'm all fucking asshole. I hadn't hung up. Oh, <laughs> I thought I had. So finally, I disconnect. And I called Daryl. And I said, hey, I just called the delivery driver a fucking asshole. And um, I really don't want our $800 coffee table in a ditch somewhere in Del Paso Heights. So can you please call and smooth things over? And he's like, um, yes, I will. I said, thank you. <laughs> so the same guy calls me the next day to say that he has the delivery it's not in a different truck. And I'm going, it's literally the same goddamn conversation, except this time he did not ask to meet me at Scooter's Coffee. He said, can I get down your road? I go, you know you can. It's a roundabout. You absolutely can make it. So he shows up. Of course, he's a huge guy. And Daryl was home, thank God, because I did not want to go down (laughs) there. Did you hide in your bedroom? I did. (laughs) Because I did not want there to be a situation. And I was because I'm not afraid of him at all, but he's a monster of a human. And I'm like, I don't want to have Daryl have to come in and deal with this. So Daryl just dealt with it. But I watched on my security camera. <laughs> the You're whole such time. a goofball. <laughs> he complained. He complained. He's like, well, you know, this is a really hard road. And I ran over something. And Daryl's like, well, I'm glad you made it, you know, because he's the ever the professional. Right. And he dealt with everything. And I come downstairs and, and it was huge. Even if I had been dumb enough to meet a stranger in the, in a parking lot somewhere to pick up this stuff, it was humongous. There's no way that I was going to get it in my car. So it was it would have been ridiculous in any form or fashion for him to load that up on, on my car. So, so is this thing even going to fit in your living room? It does. No, it's all set up now. But the thing is, it's not that the the table was big, but they always package this thing. Oh, right. It's like triple the size. You know, it was huge. And it was a two piece, too. It wasn't even one piece. So anyway, I come downstairs. I go, well, he goes, it was the same guy. I go, was he menacing? He goes, no, he wasn't menacing. He was a whiny bitch. And I go, really? He goes, yeah. And I said, well... I mean, did he did he try to exert his physicalness on you? He goes, Jamie, I could have taken him. I'm like, oh, well, fine. That, that's how you can tell when there was probably some tension. Well, I mean, I think that's just how it goes with guys. Every time a yeah. guy meets a new guy, they always <laughs> size him up for some reason. And yeah. I'm just like, what, I could take what him. movie was that where he's like, I can take him? And they're like, take him where? You know, <laughs> like. Well, it's funny because after he said that, I go, oh, well, excuse me. He goes, we can take Olaf (laughs) from Overboard. (laughs) He goes, Olaf! (laughs) We can take Olaf. (sighs) I know. Okay, so speaking of assholes, which is our next topic, really quick, I want to... Now, did you get a chance to watch the season premiere of Sister Wives? I did. Oh, you did? Yes. 
Do you? Do you? I didn't. Do you, okay, I didn't watch the like little interview with the newscaster, and I did not either because that I'm just like that's just stupid. I don't. I don't that's just filler. I, I don't. I don't need to. I want the new content. Most of the episode, which was annoying, yeah. had to do with McKelty, which mm-hmm. is Christine's, Christine's daughter, daughter, who, mm-hmm. from what I understand, is like. 20 god i want to say she's younger than that but but i think she is 20 yes her and her like little 23 year old slobbering boyfriend the job of the hut of boyfriends god he's ugly you know what you can be ugly in life if as long as you're a nice person if you if people would look at you and go not a very attractive human but they're the nicest human you'll ever meet no you can get away with it but he's not he's a piece of shit he's awful and so and apparently very mexican because god so they're engaged and they're looking at places to get married and the parents are going with them Mm -hmm. because you know the dad's paying for the wedding and boy does tony really know that oh sure he does he thinks he's just made the money train he's hit the lottery with these people to be honest i think that they have because i think mckelty is very aware of her dad's finances and as much as the dad and the mom pretend like they are just being like we're so poor you know run over the coals with this wedding because it's going to be like 400 people it's got a taco truck and i'm like this (laughs) wedding sounds like garbage it's hokey you know if (laughs) you you have it in a parking lot if you want to spend sixty thousand dollars on you know guy fieri's diners drive-ins and dives then right you know go (laughs) ahead but i think that she knows as much as he pretends that Mm -hmm. this is going to cost him dearly yeah he he can pull that out of his checking account probably and i think she knows that so that's why she's sparing no expense it's like she's making her dad pay that's literally exactly what i thought i don't know what their grudges but mckelty is like oh you're going to pay like this is her way of getting some kind of vengeance on her family i mean she is like you're gonna do this and you're gonna do it exactly the way i want she is so resolute and she knows they hate him she knows they don't like tony and that makes it even more the more pleasurable for her is that everything she's doing they hate so much it's the best thing for her she's enjoying every minute of it well and if you think about it maddie who just got married like six months ago yes they are basically like the angelic couple they're the perfect couple i mean aren't they practically related i mean isn't it her dad's son's nephew or i mean her dad's brother's sister's nephew i mean there he's been in the family forever i don't know what it is but the thing is is mckelty and maddie are literally months apart yeah there's really nothing separating them by age maybe maturity but yeah but i mean so mckelty i think she sees that Oh, Maddie and Caleb, they're this angelic couple and she gets they're the this, favorite. She gets this perfect wedding and when yep. she got engaged, everyone was so excited and yes. blah blah yes. blah. No one feels that way about her. And now, you know, she's getting ready to announce that she's gonna be pregnant and all mm-hmm. this stuff and so 
I think McKelty's pissed off because, <laughs> you know, everyone's basically like when I got engaged, you know, everyone's just like, what the fuck? You know, they're starting like, to cry. They're all who? Tony who? Yeah. And like, what <laughs> is this wise? You know, do you really want to do this? Yeah. And do you, you know, you have to wait until December and putting all these restrictions on her. Yeah, I get it, but she's also making some poor choices. Of course she is. This dude is terrible, and he's disrespectful, and he's mouthy, and listen, <clears throat> you and I are Mexican. We know what a Latin man is. Oh, he's He is everything we hate about Mexican men. It is true that they are machismos. They think that women belong in the kitchen. They don't have to do shit but bring home a paycheck and be and be wherever they are going to be. Yeah, that's he's the ultimate all the bad stuff that we don't like about Mexican men. That's him. That's who he is. She's lucky that she's working. If she wasn't working, she'd be cooking, cleaning, taking care of whatever babies that they're going to have. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't know what kind of job this guy has. So he works for a bank or something. And actually, the only the only silver lining And I don't think, you know what, I don't know anything about it, but the fact that he converted from Catholicism to Mormonism is the only thing that might save him from being full-blown Mexican man. What, you think you can rid yourself of Catholicism? Look at our stepdad, for Christ's sakes. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's true. Catholicism is, if it's ingrained in you as a child, it kind of never goes away. Never goes away. It's true. But yeah, he, I I think that's why I don't like him so much as I'm like, oh my God, is I looking at my dad? Ugh! You know, it's just so difficult. I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't have redeeming qualities, but I don't see any yet. <laughs> and he's so disrespectful. I just, I really struggle. And they have no direction. No. They really need a wedding planner is what they need. Yeah, and and it's so funny watching them talk. Like, yeah, can we just can we just have gold coins coming blowing out of our ass as we're right. walking down the aisle? Can you make that happen? We're having that happen. We want pinatas, and we want the. And I'm just oh like, oh my god, it's a I'm hot like, mess. Like McKelty, you know you're white. You can add, you know. <laughs> like flowery textures to this the whole thing doesn't have to be mexican i mean although you're marrying a mexican man i guess technically the whole thing does have to be mexican pretty much (laughs) pretty much hey we take over everything man he calls the shots (laughs) yes he does and someone else is paying and that's the thing that that's the young in him and that's the beauty of it i will say that is the that is the one thing he he doesn't have is that most latin men are not big fans of not being in control of everything. Usually, like our father specifically, he always had a wad of cash. He was paying for everything. Dad would have never allowed this. Yeah, he was the man. He wasn't a man. He was the man in the room. And so therefore, I will pay for everything. I remember. I remember it so well. And it's like, and if he didn't... And he probably would have killed him later at some point in life. (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty sure. (laughs) Just the wrong mouth, just the wrong lip. And it's over for us curtains yeah so then mary who is continues in her misery (laughs) she's just desperately trying to sever ties poor mary poor mary who's always sad my gay daughter's away at college and no one loves me and cody and i don't have sex anymore no one understands me we we hate each other yes and and i'm he probably just spends all his time at robin's house although you know he has to be she has to be somewhat grateful she's the only wife who doesn't get fever blisters on her lip the other three (laughs) 
<laughs> they always three always have fear blisters. She's the only one. And I'm like, you have to be grateful you don't get the herp. Everyone else in the family yeah, does. That's true. That is true. God, it's like, get some antibiotics and Gross, kill that thing. God. Fuck. Yeah, really. Get a contract with a Breva. Seriously. It's like, she's got to be looking around going, thank God I don't got the lip herp. Good Lord, these people. So the next episode is going to be interesting because she's come to Cody. She's like, dude, got to get laid. I want to get laid. And Cody's like, fuck you. So she told Cody she wants to get laid. Next week, Cody, go. I, I saw the previews for next week. And he's like, well, she, Mary came to me and said she wants to uh, have an, in, a, an intimate relationship with me. And I don't want to. And I'm like, whoa, damn, that's harsh. Real harsh. Why would she want that? Because she hasn't had sex in years. I would be like, Yeah, but she hates him. (sighs) Paula, is there anything better than angry sex? I mean, really. Angry, ugly sex is hot. It's like, there's no holds barred. There's no love lost. Just fuck me. You know, those are, that's good sex. I don't blame her. I'd be like, look, I'll turn around, whatever you want, but I need to get laid. And I mean now. It's like, I'm done. Oh, I am done not having sex. You know, I can only do so much with this dildo. It's it's over. I want a real dick in me oh, now. Really? I don't blame her. I do not blame her. Well, even it was funny when um, Christine says she's like, oh, she's like, every time Mary says, you know, I want to talk to you guys. I get anxiety. And she's just like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> She made that sound. Because everyone knows it's just like, oh God, what does Mary want now? It is. They're like, I need to talk to you all. And they're like, what? Like, what did you do? you want now? Yeah. Just talk. Can you imagine being that one in the family? It's like, guys, we have to have a meeting. Why? Can't you just put it in an email? Can you just text us? Seriously. Seriously, the only reason she had that family gathering, one for the cameras, two, she needs their money. She don't need their support. She needs their cash. So, but you know, he didn't. But he wasn't thinking that way. No, because so. he, he just wants control mostly. But, well, he wants his family. Yeah, I suppose. OK, and then uh, the next thing you have to watch Dr. Pimple Popper. There's only been one episode. Her videos are definitely better because you get to see all the gory details. But for the most yes. part, the reason I like it is that you get to see like the ultimate example of what she does. So like this one, oh. this one woman came in and she had five planter cysts on her scalp. Ew. One was 35 years old. Okay, she was a sloppy looking woman. And so you know that she just was like, "Eh, you know, I kind of like him. I'm kind of used to him is kind of what she was saying. She even named them. I don't even want to get into it. Oh, God. But I'd have to watch that on mute because I can't listen to people like that. Oh, well, wait till you see her. And then, okay, so she's she's a taller, bigger gal, I'll say. Okay. She's from they're from Louisiana. All right. She likes her bracelets and her long nails. Her husband looks like Napoleon Dynamite's brother. Kip, okay. He, he's literally the size of Kip, and she's the size of Lawanda. I mean, literally. Oh, LaFonda. LaFonda. That, it, except they're both white. That's basically what it looks like, okay? Okay. She didn't have the remove, but then someone at the grocery store saw it, saw the big one, and it made her self-conscious. I'm like, wow, 35 years, and you're finally self-conscious. Well, hey, we all have our day. <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper goes, everybody always wonders if there's a smell when you remove something that's been in one's body for a very long time. <laughs> and she's like, the, a planter cyst or whatever they call them, she goes, 
it's basically skin that's enveloped on itself. There's there's really nothing other than just skin and you know fat and stuff. She goes, if you've had something in your in your skin or something it, like you know the only thing I could really relate it to is if you wear your underwear camping for too long or something like that and you literally can't get it off fast enough and burn them. Uh, right. She's like, after 35 years, well, that's pretty much what it smells like. And I was like, good God. And she had five of them. <sighs> was she wearing a mask? Uh, oh, Dr. Pimple Popper? Oh, yeah. yeah. She had a mask and one of those sneeze guard things. Like, she was fully covered. Oh, fully so covered. she was prepared for, like, the splash guard. Yeah, there, but the thing is, there was no splash because they were so old and calcified. It was like dead eyeballs coming out of her head. It was so gross. And I'm like, this is a really good one. <laughs> wow. But I love the show. I love the show. And well, so. I'm definitely going to have to watch. Yes. I, mi- I must have missed that one. I didn't DVR it for some reason. So I think. Uh, it, you'll find it on demand or whatever. I mean, there. Well, it's, I think the reason is, is if any uh, anyone in my family saw that in the DVR, they'd be like, Mom. <laughs> They would know it was me. Well, so what? I mean, but they're an hour long. And so definitely DVR it because all the backstories, you're like, I don't care about you and your life. I just want to see the just the the surgery. I'd be curious. I would be curious about the backstory, to be honest. The first woman. Well, there are some good backstories. The first woman is from Sacramento. And she had a. (gasps) Yes. Yes. She had a a lymphoma under her left breast. And Mm. um, she. It looks like a third breast. It literally looked like oh. a third boob. I'm like, well, depending on where it is, it might make it look bigger. No, it was under her rib cage. Like, it was right be- directly below. So she, like, Daryl goes, oh, so she's like that bitch in uh, Alien, you know, the alien in uh, uh, that Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, the Mars movie. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, where oh, there's Mars like, Attacks? No, there's a six-boobed alien in one of Arnold Schwarzenegger's movie, and I can't think of the name of it. <laughs> I know what you're okay, talking about. Okay, so he goes, oh, she's like that alien. I'm like, what? I go, no, there's no nipple. It's just a boob shape. And so anyway, it was humongous. It was the biggest thing I've ever seen come out of someone's body. It was awful. God, I don't like those ones because they just look like chicken bre- breasts. No, no, no pun intended. It absolutely <laughs> did. It absolutely did. In fact, the woman goes, oh, I want to see it. So they showed it to her. And she's like, holy shit. She goes, I'll never look at raw chicken the same. And she's like, no, you will not. No, you will not. It was huge. It was like a turkey breast, a skinless turkey breast. It was so big. Anyway, yeah, so you have to watch it. The other thing is (laughs) I Gwyneth Paltrow, you know, she has that Goop uh, website and magazine. Right. She announced her engagement on the site, apparently. To who? Uh, I don't know. Some dude. I I don't really care. But the reason that it was funny is that in the same issue or edition of this magazine, online, whatever, she once again is encouraging people to put things up their genitals. I don't understand her obsession with buttholes and vaginas, but now she's selling an enema product that's $140 and it's in a beautiful emerald green but it's some kind of coffee enema that she's saying you can do to yourself and I'm like why is she always about the butt and the the vag like why is it like an enema or a douche no it's an enema and I'm like so it goes up the butt yes it's a butt thing and I'm like but why is she why or who is it in her company that is constantly looking for new ways to do something to your genitals that is not 
necessary. Like, I don't get it. You know, the jade eggs, the vag steams, the now this. It's like, why is this happening all the time with her and the gents? Sounds like she's uh, pretty obsessed with... Do you think she has... Do you think she's frigid? I mean, do you think, like, she has, like, problems with having sex because it's messy? Uh, I think she might have a stinky beaver. I don't know. (laughs) And so she tries all these things. I don't know. It's so weird. It's just her obsession. And then um, and then on top of it's like, and I'm getting married, everyone. But she's got to realize men kind of like the aroma of women. And so they like that. If they go down there and smell (laughs) Starbucks, they're. You know, this is this is not the blonde espresso I was expecting. This they're like, uh, can we take a break and have a cup of coffee? Or <laughs> it's like you I know, can use some bacon just... right now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just, just to me, I don't know. I I think it makes her kind of an asshole personally, but I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know. She's weird. It is. She is a little weird. You know who else is weird? Is Lena Dunham? Duh. Her boyfriend broke up with her. <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know if I don't know who did it. What's but I, the criteria for breaking up with Lena Dunham? Well, well, the fact is they were together for like almost five years, I think. And in November, she was hinting like he still hasn't proposed, you gall. And I'm like, I don't think he's gonna. <laughs> and now she's single. What's the point of hinting at it? I mean, I don't know. I Well, first of all, she's like, he, did, he hasn't proposed no rock yet, but this is so great. I'm so happy about it. And I'm like, you are a liar. That is yeah, not true. You're so happy. That's why you're. That's why you're saying it. it. Oh, please. So everybody's like, "Oh, he finally escaped his chains. He's he's free." But I don't know. I think I think she's very difficult to like. I mean, I I struggled with her even when I was watching her show Girls. It's it's very difficult. Maybe I'm just too stupid to understand her art. I don't know. But I would find her difficult to be a friend. I think that men in general, no matter how you know, eclectic or Mm -hmm. artistic or feminist naked or all those things that (laughs) they are. Yes. I think they can't change the fact that deep down in that suppressed area, they really truly do want a lady. Yeah, maybe, you know, and I, I just think that Lena Dunham is, she's not a lady. well, she's just refusing to be one. Yeah, you're right. She's really fighting to conform to anything that would be con- considered traditional feminine. And Godspeed. I mean, you go for it, girl. Yeah. But some after a while, it can wear on a man. But that milkshake doesn't bring the boys to the yard. <laughs> so. Not anymore. I don't know. I, I feel good. I, I feel happy for him. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe that's mean. <laughs> it's just mean. But I'm I'm like, well, good for you. Good for getting out of that mess. But maybe not. I mean, maybe maybe she did it. I don't know. But I get the impression. It's been told. And I've been I've read it. He ended the relationship. So there you go. And she's posting what all girls post. So don't talk to me about not being traditional. She's posting the whole sometimes ends bring on new beginnings. You know, I'm, I'm going to become one with myself. This is a time for me now as I get drunk and cry at Real Housewives of New York, you know, as we all do when we're oh sad and, and recovering from a breakup. You know, I'm drinking too much wine. <laughs> it's it's what we do what girls do stupid no so okay now i know i'm officially old because i'm not up on the current sex trends maybe this is not current 
Okay. Maybe this is just uh, new to me, but have you ever heard of a rusty trumpet? (laughs) (laughs) Have you? No, I haven't. And I'm trying. Well, I will. I will graphically explain it if you would like. Now, it is possible that this is a uh, male on male act. Uh, based on what I was explained to me, this is mostly something that men do with men, so it is possible. However, given the discussion I had, it can be done. A woman can do it, is what I'm saying. I can only imagine it has something to do with the butt. (laughs) And the penis. And a trumpet. Okay, so you're you're the musician, and your lover is the instrument. They okay. bend over and you blow in or whatever you do with their butthole. And then with your hand, you grab their penis and you give them a hand job from behind. And they are now the trumpet. I don't know why you call it the rusty <laughs> trumpet. I don't know why it's just not the trumpet. But apparently <laughs> the rusty trumpet is that. And I, so, of course, we're in a store, and I turn to Daryl, I go, you want me to do a rusty trumpet? He's like, what are you, what are you saying? Shut your mouth. (laughs) I'm like, what? He goes, I am not gay. And I said, I know you're not gay, but I can do it. Why does that have to be a gay thing? Because I believe it's, it's, uh, apparently it's something that gay men do to each other, which makes sense. Anyone can do that. That's what I said. That's what I said. And I go, I'm not saying you're gay. He goes, don't speak like that. Oh, do they just assume gay people because they don't think girls would be willing to do that? Uh, Paula, in a million years, I would never eat a man's ass. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) in a million years. I mean, if Daryl's life depended on it, I might. But only because I wouldn't want him to die. But other than that, I can't even fathom that act. I'm not saying, no, no, I would never do it. I would never do it. Would you do it? You've done it. You've eaten someone's ass. Oh, God. No, I would never. I Talk about wanting to get a fever blister. God only knows what's in a fever man's blister. asshole. Yeah, it reminds me of a uh, American Pie where that guy was uh, the redhead girl, and she's just like, "Okay, bend over." She's like, "Okay, now hold on a second. And then I was like, and "She's like, oh my god, what did you do?" And she stuck like the trumpet lip part up his butt, and then the teacher came over, and he's like. Wow. And then the next day, he has all these weird sores around his lip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I can't, Paula, no. I just, I simply couldn't do it. I, I'm struggling. I'm really struggling with that. I was joking when I said it to him. Because if that he, if funny. I had thought for a moment that he thought that I would do it, he would have stopped him and really? You, you would do that for me? <laughs> no, I would never do that for you. I can do a finger thing, but I am not putting my mouth on a man's butt. No. <laughs> I'm not doing it. There's no amount. There's too much. The, the type of hair that grows around the anus. And then, you know, men are constantly pooping. I mean, I just, the whole thing, <laughs> the whole thing is so repellent. I can't even. But, you know, when you're, I mean, I'm sure when, when one is really into it, it it can happen. But I, I would never. Mm-mm. No, I'd give him a reach around, though, but I would never put my 
mouth or face in his butt. <laughs> but you would. You've done this. Uh, Have you done a rusty trumpet? I don't know that <laughs> it was a rusty trumpet. I don't really remember. I You just don't want to admit it. <laughs> no, I, it's not that I don't want to admit it. It's just... It's been. I some, don't know. Yeah, I just. Uh, well, well, that's all right. You don't. I. If you did and you've blocked it from memory, I completely understand. I totally no, it's get it. Not that. It's just. <laughs> I don't have many boundaries. Well, so. that's fair. That's good. I mean, you know, I. Hey, listen. I. I have absolutely have some no areas. I. I've done pretty much anything. I. I mean, as far as two people are concerned, I've done a lot, but I just, I really struggle with the man ass. I can't, I, I'm really, I struggle with, I mean, I've done. If you both take a shower uh-huh. before, <sighs> then, you know, <laughs> and you supervise the washing. <laughs> wow. I'm getting then. a little nauseous. I just, yeah. I mean, look. I, I'm not saying those areas can't get clean, but maybe, you know what? Maybe I should order the Gwyneth Paltrow coffee enema. Maybe that would help. Well, I don't know how far you think you're going in I don't, there. I, Paula, I have no idea because I would never do it. The, the, the visual of me opening a man's butt cheeks makes me want to not do it. <laughs> like, I just can't. I can't. I just can't do it. I mean, like, I've done a lot of stuff with the butt, but not with my mouth i just i've gotten pretty close but i've never done that Uh, i wonder if you would throw up paula i just don't i would be it would kill the mood that's for sure i know that much i'd be like you know what i'm sorry i can't do this (laughs) it's just like we're gonna he's like no he's like wait you were so close like yeah just try again i can't i'm sorry it's over i'm sorry (laughs) i just can't do it all right All right. Unfortunately, we're running out of time. And uh, now we discussed briefly last week how we are ugly and awkward, but we can't do two ugly and awkward moments a week. There's just no way. We're not that awkward. We actually function. So this week I found two from last year that happened that were very awkward and and I would consider them ugly and awkward moments. Luckily there's video. So I will be, we will be posting the videos of these ugly and awkward moments after I tell you about them. And then if you have an ugly and awkward moment and you want to share it with us and we will read it on our show, feel free to tweet DM me on Twitter, or you can uh, Facebook message us on Facebook at the Ugly Truth Facebook page. We will absolutely read them if they're qualified as ugly and awkward moments. You've, if you've listened to this show, you know enough what an ugly and awkward moment is. So I'm going to read the two, Paula, that I found. And then next week, if you find one, you have to read it. happened in the summer there's a there's a new show called good news that comes out and nicole richie is on it i actually like nicole richie i think she's a little too skinny but otherwise she's very funny i think yeah anyway so nicole richie was sitting down for an interview with a a talk show host her name's kat greenleaf they're sitting on some stairs in front of a building doing an impromptu interview 
Nicole was promoting her new show, Great News, and Kat asked, what's the greatest news Nicole's heard all week? After Nicole answered it, all went downhill, as you saw, and you'll see, Kat gave an aggressive high five, and she ended up smacking Nicole's sunglasses clean off her face. (laughs) She missed her hand and smacked her glasses, and her glasses go flicking off, and her face, Nicole Richie's face, she's like, absolutely shocked and appalled she cannot even believe it and she goes she's stunned and she goes oh my god are you okay that was the craziest high five of all time i'm so sorry i'm so sorry she goes i'm so clumsy she's like i'm notoriously clumsy and nicole goes yeah i can see that out of my left eye only because <laughs> she whacked oh my her in the god face. i will show you the video i've never seen it before nor had i heard about it yeah i've never heard about that one well i'll post the video uh this week so you can see it and then the other one I've actually seen before, but I thought it was really funny. Okay, there's this guy, and I I don't have the paper. I don't know where it went. But there's this guy. It's it's hap- it's taking place somewhere in South, like, uh, like Africa or somewhere in, in Europe. And um, they had a big win, some kind of big win. And this um, prime minister from this country, they're clapping. And then this the woman comes over to be congratulated. And there's a big crowd. And there's this tall, old, older gentleman and this younger or, or smaller, younger woman. And they're standing there. And the guy turns to high five her. And she's still looking at the cameras. And he high fives her boob real hard. Oh my god! <laughs> she didn't have her hand up. He and because he wasn't looking, he goes smack right in the tit, and I was like, oh my god! And she acts like she didn't even feel it. And but he and so he had to turn and act like, hey! They start they continue clapping, and I'm like, man, that is an awkward moment because you know he'll never live that down now, forever, forever. He will be the man who smacked the prime minister's boob in front of everyone. <laughs> the prime minister, God, yeah. I, I now I know why people chest bump and just. <laughs> give up the high five like, can we just maybe I mean, do a, a handshake instead perhaps the next time no more high five something i don't know i mean the high five is just you know it's two small things trying to connect and it's just you know if you're awkward it, it, it never goes well i i never can high five high fives are not good for you me. know my high five consists of you know my ring finger and my pinky <laughs> yeah. connecting with their hand and yep. then you know usually or, or it's like, like this, it's an awkward touch or sometimes people get a little too aggressive and you smack too hard you're all ow hey <laughs> right. what is that are you trying to I insult just, me like what i thought we were having a good time do. What's happening with the high five? Or they go to do it and I go to shake their hand. And oh, just, my it's God. It's terrible. And I'm like, oh. Well, uh, yeah, like uh, I think it was last year. Um, who's the chick that was in L.A. story or uh, that L.A. that movie? Hello, L.A. Or what was that movie that everything won? The singing one? Oh, La La Land. La La Land. That's it. The girl that was in that. And I can't remember her name right now. She gets up. To hug the director. I think he won, like, Best Director or something like that at the Oscars. She gets up. She hugs Ryan, uh, the guy that was in it with her. Right. And then she goes in to hug the director. Well, the director gets up and, and kisses his fiance and wife or first. And Emma comes in to to get a hug. And he completely blows her off and turns. And so she literally, like, hugs air. And she backs up. She's like, oh, that was weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> she backed <laughs> off and sat down. Because it's like, yeah, he's hugging his wife first. Duh. But she well, totally didn't sense. get it. Yeah. I'm like, that, that would happen to me. I'd get up and go, I no, I'm just start waving to everyone. Yeah, I'd be Hi. like, no, I'm the most important person in the room. Why aren't I? Why am I being left hanging here in the air? Oh, yeah, just kidding. Your wife, the one you love. Excuse me. 
Anyway. Makes sense. It was very funny. Anyway, well, Those I... are funny. God, we're already out of time. It's time. We're done. It's out of time. Yes. Would you imagine that? Well, thank you, everybody, for joining us on a hump day. Hopefully, this will get you through your week. Please continue to shop our Amazon link and our Avon link as well. Uh, we always appreciate the patronage. As uh, Jamie mentioned, we are looking for your ugly and awkward moment. And it doesn't have to be something recent. Mm-mm. It can be anything that it's ever happened to you in your whole life. I mean, you know, let's yeah. keep it above age five. But if it's epic, you know, we want to know about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you can send it to just ugly truth on the Facebook or Twitter and we will review it and hopefully read it on the air because that's what we would like to do on Wednesdays since we share ours on Sundays. Yeah. So keep doing that. That would be great. Other than that, have a fabulous week and weekend and we will see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.